This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. North Carolina is absolutely a national championship contender. 100% a contender to win this title. I'm not making them a favorite, but I they are absolutely unequivocally in the mix. What don't they have? What element do they not have? They have size. They can score around the goal. They don't have an abundance of three-point shooting. What they do have showed up well enough. Harrison Ingram was essentially their three-point shooting. But they absolutely have enough three-point shooting to win. Their defense is outstanding. Do not be fooled by 84 points scored by Duke. Carolina's defense was excellent. Don't be fooled by it. Their defense was, I thought, really good. And it was really good where it needed to be really good. They made life difficult for Kyle Filipowski. Adam Smith, Inside Carolina, my friend, joins us uh, on the Adam Gold Show. All right, sir, your thoughts. uh, I don't care how – if you could homer it up, for all I care, uh, those (laughs) those guys were dynamite uh, in the game. Ingram, Baycott, I thought Cadell was dynamite too. Uh, Your thoughts on 93-84? Um. I thought AG. First of all, great to see you again. Um, I thought uh, I thought Carolina took the fight to them. Um, I, I, I did not expect UNC to lose to Georgia Tech uh, earlier in the week last week. That one I didn't see that one coming. Nobody did, um, but who, I mean, honestly, who cares? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Right? Well, <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that I I I thought if UNC lost before they played Duke, they would lose at FSU just with the okay. length. Yeah. I thought FSU was playing better. Well, I guess what I'm getting at is that when UNC lost to Georgia Tech, which was disconcerting, it was their, it was the worst game of the season. They shot the worst from the field, the free throw line. Um, it was it was you know not one that you put in the time capsule to look back on. Um, but I thought coming out of that, talking to those guys that night in Atlanta, and then when we got back here and talked to them a couple of days before they played Duke, I, I I expected them to come out swinging is what I'm trying to say. I I sort of expected them to play well. Um, And, um, you know, I don't know if you guys have have talked about it, but Armando uh, Baycott, I mean, he'll tell you everything that's going on if you ask him. And uh, (laughs) he told us on Thursday of last week before they played Duke that they had gotten back from Atlanta late uh, Tuesday night, and they had decided to have a players-only meeting in the locker room. Uh, After they got back, before they went home, Mm -hmm. they sat in the locker room at the Dean Dome and, talk for like two hours um and I don't think it was an airing of grievances and I don't think it was heated I think they just had a, a conversation is the way it sounds and I don't know all those things sort of made me feel like you were going to sort of see the performance that they they got on Saturday night I mean I thought I thought that they were tenacious I thought they were physical uh, I heard you during the lead-in about their defense UNC's defense has has gone to another level this season mm-hmm. Um, they have, they have unlocked another level defensively and, um, you know, they're the first place team in the ACC and I thought they looked like it Saturday night. Oh, I, I'm not sure there's a second place team in the ACC. I, I think Duke's very good, but I think there's a big gap between 
uh, North Carolina and Duke. Uh, Adam Smith from Inside Carolina joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. Here's the thing about the uh, – well, speaking specifically to Baycott, because, I mean, I think Carolina's been great other than the Georgia Tech game um, pretty much. They haven't had great first halves. Like, you know, even at Florida State, wasn't great in the first half. Uh, was it Clemson? Uh, I didn't think it was. Wh- whichever game they played in between that. They trailed Blake at the half. Yeah, they tra- they No, that was the game, right? And, like, and I then they think... just got nuclear on them. Yeah. Yeah, but honestly, as long as you're not blown out, if you're within arm's length at halftime, to me, the first half is almost meaningless. So every once in a while, you can let it give a team life and belief. I get it. Uh, but good teams, great teams, and I think Carolina's a great team. Uh, you know, you, you you just reset. You have a mental reset at halftime, and then boom, uh, you come out in the second half. That's what they did to Wake. That's what they did to Florida State. The Georgia Tech game, uh, for me, was a throwaway. It won't matter a lick that, that they lost. It won't stop them from being a one seed. It it's not going to stop them from doing anything they want to do. Um, they'll probably lose another stupid game between now and the end of the year. I mean, really, they'll, they'll lose a game. You go, how? Honestly, how? And that's just be, that's the nature of the beast. But I thought that Baycott, even when they were winning these games, had become their fourth best player, which, good or bad, I mean, that's what I, I viewed him. Davis and uh, Ingram, and then insert another player, depending on who it was. Baycott had just been okay, been ordinary. Uh, I guess he took all of, all of that, not what I said, but... The fact that his numbers were down, 29 points combined in the four previous games. I guess he took all of it personal and took it all out on uh, the darker blue. Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. You have a 401k, but you're changing jobs. You're taking that 401k with you. Next step. Well, a lot of people leave it behind, which is not a good thing. I mean, if you're not at the company anymore, your 401k shouldn't either. And that's when it's time for my 401k survival Oh, oh look box at that. Set. You see it right here. i got workbooks, <laughs> guidebooks, DVDs in here that explain everything about your 401k. More importantly, how to build a lifetime income. It's a $300 value. I'm also going to give you a total retirement plan, which is a $1,000 value for the next 18 of you who call right now. No cost or obligation. Call. 888-843-0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. You know, there's some people around here that they, I'm in Chapel Hill today, and there's some people around here that think that he's just been saving himself for March. Um, you know, it's his fifth year, and he's an older right. guy, and you know how it is when you get a little older. Uh, <laughs> um, I, no, but, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. It happens to the best what of is, us. You know? What is it? You, wait, you too. just had a birthday. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. But uh, on Armando, on the subject of Armando, you're right. I mean, he had had, he had, had three straight single-digit games. The production in terms of when you pull up the box score did not jump off the page for a guy who, you know, his career numbers are great. Right. Um, but, you know, the other night, what was it, 25 points, 10 rebounds, five assists. Yeah. Um, you know, he hadn't really taken a lot of shots in the previous Mm -hmm. couple games before they played Duke. He just, I mean, it was one game, I think he was two for four from the field. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of times when he catches it down there, he's doubled a lot of times. Yeah. And, you know, RJ Davis has been scoring at such a clip. I mean, I think he had led him in eight straight games in scoring. 
Um, but it was interesting, and I, I know you, I know you watched it. I know you watched it the other night, and you know the very first play they ran a double screen to get yes. Armando. He, he caught the ball on the block, and he went straight up. I mean, he could have dunked it if he wanted to. Um, but you know they they have, you know, there are Hubert Davis detractors out there. They're they're quiet this year, but they have they run so many different actions and plays from game to game. Stuff that that play the other night, I hadn't seen them do that before. Um, you know, they have a deep Hubert Davis and Jeff Lebo and Sean May and Brad Frederick over there. They have they have a deep bag of stuff. I don't know if you <laughs> noticed it later in the game. Um, where Duke had chose, you know, pretty much all night to face guard RJ uh, RJ Davis, and they were sagging off Elliot Cadeau big time. Yeah. you know, going to give him the shot. Well, they had Cadeau feed it down to Baycott in the post, and then instead of standing out there all alone, he went and screened for RJ Davis. Here he comes off of a Cadeau pick, and RJ Davis, you know, thirteen points in the second half. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Armando, it was a, um, it, it was a, um, we called it a statement game through his chipped teeth. Uh, is what we call it <laughs> inside Carolina. Um, five chip teeth from Filipowski. I mean, um, I don't think that's in the stat line. Oh, but. I, I I was unaware of uh, of chip teeth. Look, I, yeah. I I think there were a lot of reasons to be disappointed in Kyle Filipowski's play. Uh, I didn't like some of the stuff at the end. Um, I didn't like the who was it? Was it to RJ? The, yeah, the, the it wasn't an elbow. It was an arm that didn't need to be there. I didn't like. I mean, I don't know that it was intentional on Baycott, but I think Filipowski was clearly frustrated. I didn't like his last four, five, six minutes uh, of the game. But, um, I, mean, I mean, if you're looking for a reason why Duke didn't play well, I mean, I I think we start there. Uh, there are other players who didn't play well, but they're not winning any game on with Kyle Filipowski playing um, substandard basketball. Uh, real quick, only got about a minute or so left. Um, I know that he had not played in this rivalry before, but does does Harrison Ingram not exude everything that we want from Duke versus Carolina? I mean, that guy looked like he grew up in the rivalry. Harrison Ingram, you said a minute. I could go for the rest of the afternoon on Harrison Ingram. He is He has been, for the UNC basketball team, for the uh, assembled press corps, he has been wonderful. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is he he is just such a great dude to talk to, and you see what the type of piece that he has been. I mean, from the 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 rebounding, from the production, and then from the intangible standpoint. I mean, he's got sort of a tenacity, um, you know, that he plays with. If the, if there's ever ever sort of a dust up during a game. You saw it against Kentucky and Atlanta. You saw it against Oklahoma and Charlotte. You saw it against Villanova and the Bahamas. Harrison Ingram's usually in the middle of it mm-hmm. for UNC. Um, he does not. He does not mind getting chesty. Um, and you know, for a guy who went to Stanford, who I mean, he's a he's a dang genius as a as a human being. Right. Um, he's got a little bit of that back alley uh, in him. I mean, heck, what was it? The night in Raleigh, he took out Wendell Murphy. He, he saw where he, he dove over the thing. And uh, it was unbelievable. He was, he actually, I've gotten to know him pretty well. He's asking me about it after the game about Wendell Murphy. He's saying, right. you know, the older gentleman. And I said, Harrison, that's, that's one of the richest men in North Carolina. Uh, I'm the benefactor like, of two schools. I mean, right. <laughs> you know, his name is on the football facility over there. Yeah. And um, he's just dying. But 
he he has he you know it was his first taste of the rivalry and he really took a big bite out of it i would say for yeah. your corny uh, newspaper he leads there um but you know to to finish the thought on it I, I think you know getting to know him he has wanted this ag like he he has talked about yep. wanting to play on stages like this, wanting to be a part of teams like this. He hasn't played in the NCAA tournament before. I know. Uh, there's a couple guys on this team, like a Cormac Ryan. Like they want what they want a season like UNC is putting together. You can feel it from them. Um, and interestingly enough, some of these transfers like Harrison Ingram and Cormac Ryan have become the vocal leaders. And they weren't even here the last couple of years. Right, Brad, um, we, we, have to, we have to let you go, but I'm getting. Oh, I'm no, it's fine. It's fine. I'm getting Brady Manic vibes. Seriously, I'm getting Brady Manic vibes more from Ingram than from Ryan, but I think Ryan ex- exhibits a lot of those traits as well. I do think those guys are helping to be leaders and they are catalysts for this team. We will talk again very soon. Adam Smith inside Carolina. Adam underscore Smith underscore IC. Very similar. You have uh, not quite as many underscores as Victoria in uh, her Twitter, but it's very true. Uh, you're close. You're very close. you're at least within one or one or two, I I believe. Uh, She's th- a good role model to follow. <laughs> obviously. Yes. Um, you both are for me. Uh, I pre- I'm going to add an underscore just for giggles. Uh, I'll talk to you very soon, man. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. That's See it. you later. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc.